This is Father James Mitchell. No matter what's going on, listen to Wolfie D. You were the new church. You were the bedrock. You were what Bobby Eaton was to Jim Cornette to me. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13 to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Hey guys, welcome once again to Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Uh, today, me and Jimmy Street. W- w- first of all, what's up, Jimmy? I was just going to bypass you right there for some reason. I don't. It's all good, brother. <laughs> if you need to bypass me, that's fine. I mean, we're all about getting the job done around here, right? I mean, come on, you know. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, man, I'm good, you know, just, you know, living the dream. Super full from Thanksgiving. You know how it goes, man. Ate yeah. too much yeah. food. Had a good time yeah. with family. Got right. to see my son, you know, that kind yep. of stuff. Yep, So, Same happy, here. happy for that. Yeah. Ditto. Oh, ditto. Remember when that used to be a cool word? Ditto, baby. Ditto. Right? I love you. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> ditto. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I remember that for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Especially when it came to that. So, so after Thanksgiving, uh, you know, what do most people do? Watch football and chill and lay around and, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I'm still suffering a little bit. So I thought today would be a good day to chill, sit around and watch a little wrestling. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I-, I think it's a good day. And maybe we could, you know, go to church and, yeah. I mean, go to new church. New church as- school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to new church school. And, and is, is, is your birthday today? It is. My birthday is today. Yeah, I thought we were going to hopefully skip that. I ain't got no presents or you can't see me throwing all these streamers in the air right now, but uh, happy birthday, Jimmy. You can't even see the cake that I got you. but Oh, uh, dude. Anyway. Thank you. I mean, so much. Well, go ahead and eat it, you know. And I'll, e- I'll email you a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, that'll happen one day, right? You'll be able to yeah. email. Yeah. Uh, that, that'll that turn the a few other industries on their head when you can email pieces to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, birthday cakes for sure. Yeah, man, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm oh. 21. I finally turned 21, you know. Cool. Yeah. Finally. No, I think I'm, I'm 44. It's gross. Uh-huh. I forget how old I am from year to year. Right? When it gets to be about my birthday, I have to do the old subtract my birthday <laughs> year from whatever year it is to figure out how old I am. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. It's like we do that subconsciously to protect ourselves, right? <laughs> I guess. We're like, I don't want to be. You know, after like 21, I think I quit caring. I mean, maybe like in my 30s, yeah. I was still caring. But still, I was just like, man. Now, I remember thinking, dude, 44 is going to be like, might as well just go to the retirement home, you know? <laughs> Well, how you think I feel? I mean, mine's in a couple of weeks here. And I'm I know. 49, man, knocking on 50's door, man. Oof. Now, is that a true 49 or UK? Because, <laughs> no, no, no. That's an absolute true 49. I'm just kidding, man. I, I just wanted to make sure, you know, some people are like, I'm 39 and hold it. And that was what my uncle used to say all the time. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, that. yeah, birthdays are cool, man. And I, you know what? I just, you know, 
I appreciate that you say that. And listeners, thank y'all. Hey, thank y'all for listening to Joe Gomez. I put it in a post early on, but uh-huh. you kind of said it in the show, and it was so funny. You were like, this dude is connected. And I say yeah. this. He knows where the bodies are buried. Let's just say. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? He yeah. definitely knows where the bodies are buried. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what a cool guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. What a cool dude, man. Oh, Joe's awesome, man. It's a very nice, very nice gentleman. I mean, he treats you like your best friends immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And he's that kind of guy. You can just tell that that is the way he is genuinely, too. Yeah. That's just impressive, man. I wish I were more like that in real life. Yeah. Not the the Jimmy across the street persona. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That guy's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, today yeah. we're going to watch some new church. Like we said, uh, me and Brian Lee against low key and Elix Skipper. Yeah. It's a, one of my, uh, one of my favorites from TNA, real good match there. And, yeah. uh, the yeah. other one is myself, uh, Brian and Shane Douglas, uh, against Raven, Julio De Niro and CM Punk. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard of him, CM Punk? He was a, uh, he was a flash in the pan, right? What about Shane Douglas? What about yeah. Uh, Raven? Yeah, never heard of those guys. But too bad they didn't do anything. So let me ask you this: Can you give us a little insight on the difference? So, like Jim Mitchell and and Shane. Before we get started, Shane, Jim to Shane. Why did they do that change? Do you think? Um, because of the Raven, Shane, and Raven stuff, and then okay. we already. Stuff with Raven, so okay. okay, that makes sense. The ECW so, history, you know what I mean? Okay, so they're just tapping into the ECW history. Got it. That makes total sense. Then I, I couldn't, I couldn't place the reasoning behind that, and yeah, you know. So anyway, well, yeah, man, I think let's watch some wrestling, man. All right, you gonna take a break and come back? I love it. Right after these messages, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey folks, to get your official Live It In Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Live Wolfie D. Check it out. If you're listening to Live It In Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right. Thanks for sticking around and uh, gritting through the commercials. Um, but now, <laughs> on to watch a little wrestling. We got the uh, we got the links in the in the in the post here, so yeah. you can watch along with us here. Um, so this first one, like I said, Loki and um, Elit Skipper against uh, me and Brian Lee with Jim Mitchell as the new church. Yeah, 
really good match. So I'll just jump right into this thing, man. We're, I hope everybody's got it ready. I'm going to count down from three, and we'll push play. And if I say stop, we may stop and talk about something, or we sure. may not. Yeah, there you so, go. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Get Karen. I love that new trick. About to make their way to the ring, being led by Father James Mitchell, Bulldozer Brian Lee, and Flash, the disciples of the new church. Oh, evil! They're back. There you are. Well, the baby face is pretty much. Yeah. Love that song. The leader of his charges, Slash, and Brian Lee, the challengers tonight. But I think they've got the support of the fans against... I don't know what to say. I never thought I'd see the day when this crowd would be pulling for the disciples. <laughs> That's awesome. So here comes the opponents, the champions... Dude, so many people have heat with low key. What did you yeah. ever have issues with him? I mean, not issues. I mean, I could see where people would have him, but yeah, he, he's he's uh, you know he's a very talented athlete, very serious cat too. So yeah, yeah. A little guy. You know what I'm saying? That all right. kind of together. Yeah. So here we go, diving out. I know. I love it. I love it. Y'all are like on site, basically. <laughs> I love it. We used to love to start matches out this way. Yeah, it, it sets a tone. It was jump started, let's brawl, and then let's slow it down and have a match. Yeah. But let's let's tear this shit up at first. Yeah. I mean, speaking of a hell of an athlete right there with you, Elix Skipper, my God. I mean. Yeah, he's good. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you think he's not doing something now? I have no earthly idea, man. I'm not sure how his career went down at the uh, end of that. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Some people just get tired right. of the business. You know? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like setting up the steps. I love running and jumping off the steps. I've done that a few times. <laughs> and no, before anybody says anything, I was not trying to break this table. It was not a spot to break the table. <laughs> Added to it here. Yeah, yeah. There you are. There you Different. are. Different. The baby face slash. Look at him. Yeah. Feeding to the crowd. I love it. Yeah, Elix was put together, man. Oh, for sure. I mean, Imagine he ran. A cat. Yeah. He ran that cage that time. That's a legendary spot. Yeah, yeah. I think people will talk about that forever. Dude, I will say this. Look at Don West's shirt. That satin shirt has got to be a million degrees, man. <laughs> oh, he's like. He's great. Dude, do you remember him when he would sell knives and baseball cards and stuff? I I'd heard that's what he did when they brought him in. I'd never really seen it before, but, I mean, I do know of it and everything. Yeah. And I, he was a great dude, man. And he he sold me on TV so great, man. I always thanked him, man. Like, man you put me over like a million dollars all the time. He, he did, man. That's awesome. Hope he's doing well. I know he had some health troubles there. 
Out in the crowd. Boom. Big right hand. Yeah, Loki had his his little spot in WWE and everything, man. And it just seemed like he he would get up there and they just kind of get tired of it or something. I don't know, you know. Last thing I saw him doing was like that Hitman gimmick or whatever. Which was cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Big Brian Lee, man. You just forget, dude, how good he was as a big man, you know? uh, One of the funniest dudes you ever meet. (laughs) Can you give us any kind of an example of how funny he is? Oh, just man, he's he's just witty and he's quick and he's just funny, man. Okay, I like Road Dog in a way. Okay, okay. Some of the funny Brian stories I'll keep to myself. Okay, <laughs> that is your right, and yeah, no selling the chops, dude. He just looks like a rock star, man. <laughs> yeah. You do too, though. I mean, y'all made y'all made a great tag team as far as just oh, yeah. like you know. Do you ever remember in the comics when the Hulk would throw Wolverine or something like that, and <laughs> it would be, or maybe Colossus would throw Wolverine? It's just kind of what y'all remind me of here. <laughs> here comes the slasher. Look at him. Headbutt. What's he going to do? <laughs> oh, get gutted. Is there any chance you would remember your mindset in TNA at this point? Are you happy with the place right now? Are you okay at the yeah, place? I mean, yeah. I mean, we were getting a push, and you know, obviously the people liked us. And, you know, as long as we were working, I was happy. And they put sure. us in good situations usually yeah they did the old we run out of ideas thing yeah which is bs man but yeah. whatever. whatever the european uppercut the yeah move eight that's your favorite right <laughs> <laughs> press Look slam uh, loki's the only person i can press slam into a ddt by the way <laughs> i've done that that's the only time i've ever done that move <laughs> That's pretty good, though, man. It looked good <laughs> for the first time. I remember Elix running on that cage, man, or running on something, and it was just like yeah. a legendary spot forever. And nice sell. Nice sell for the chop there. What is cool here is look at that crowd, bro. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad crowd. I mean, just guesstimate. Would you say 4,000, 5,000 people? Oh, no. No, no, oh no. no! This is the the fairground, so it didn't yeah. hold that many people. My bad. Yeah. So low key here, uh, lands as if he's hurt his knee. Yeah. He's telling me, trying to work the hey, he's really hurt gimmick here. Low key pushes the referee into me. Oh shit! Bam! He wasn't really hurt. So that's a pretty cool little spot there. Yeah, yeah. The old possum. Yeah. I remember Paul Orndorff playing possum a lot. <laughs> And I believe I'm pretty, the heat's on me during this match. I think this is the beginning of the heat. Now, I want you to see what just happened there. Okay. Brian came in to distract the referee, and 
the inexperience, I'll say, and the lack of like <laughs> Memphis style training, Loki didn't know to come in and swap or to, or to double team. Yeah. And yeah. it was there. He does it again and they tag. Come on. <laughs> Fucking be a heel. <laughs> Seriously. Those are, those are just missed opportunities from lack of experience in a tag team heel situation. Yeah, because they really didn't need to. The ref was back, was turned. I mean, yeah. That hurts. It looks awful, but it hurts. <laughs> I bet it does. Man. My face. <laughs> How does think, it? I mean, I guess it looks like it hurts because it does, but. It looks like it hurts and it hurts is what you're saying. Okay. So as long as it looks like it hurts. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to sit there and be taking that and people going, what the fuck are they doing? All right. So I'm the nerd here. Your wrist tape. Is that just black tape? Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Cause it makes a, it looks like your pants and your style. Yeah. I always wore that anyway. Yeah. Athletic tape always seemed to come off and be weird looking. This stuff was nice and uniform and shiny yeah definitely like i said it looks like it matches your style too you know yeah working the leg okay so why don't you drop your leg on the rope right there well because that would break the hold <laughs> i know i know i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> and I, need you, them to, I need them to do stuff like this i got you i see what you're saying now well, they were getting a little heel double team there. Kind of yeah. Unique, yeah. unique, unique. And and honestly, they need to drag me away. Yeah. From the, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, He's doing right. Are, do you think you're telling him that right now? Possibly. Or is he just doing it? Yeah. Possibly. Little kicks to try to get away. I think... I don't know if it's that one or there's another time where I kick him. His mouth is busted by the end of this. It's from a kick, and I can't remember which one it is, but I kicked him right in the mouth. <laughs> Whirly bird? Nope. No, can't get it. Can't get it. Little like a spider monkey, man. Yeah. He's like a little kid you're playing with. That's uncomfortable when you're, when you're tired, and I'm trying to hold myself and him and breathe and – Right. It's got to be, man. Now he turns it in. Okay, thank you. I can lay down now. (laughs) (laughs) There, a little little late, but. It just, the, the thing about that, from what I learned, was it just you know, in, in refs or manager spots, it just makes the ref stay too long. and looks unnatural. Yeah. 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 There's some referees like, like Frank, man, you'd have to shoot with him. You'd have to shoot, do shit behind his back. <laughs> Cause he didn't want any heat on him. No, hell no. Yeah. Northern lights. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Grab a halt, as Buddy Wayne would say. Grab a halt. (laughs) 
Ooh, and that's uncomfortable too, especially when you're blowed up again, trying to breathe. See, I think his mouth is bleeding right there. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably but cussing yeah, you right I'm there. all hunched over my arms behind my back. That's hard to get your breath when you're tired and you're in that kind of position. You can tell your face. You're looking like, God, I need to breathe here. Yes. That and like a Boston crab. Oh my God. If you're blowed up and somebody puts a Boston crab on you. Oh, <laughs> brutal. I bet it is, man. See, this is good here. And this, I'm not really sure. I tried to be there for him. Yeah, okay. But that that hurt too. <laughs> yeah, I did. And you can tell, but dude, that guy can fly, man. Yeah. Here they're getting a good yeah, double team. He almost has a muta quality to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say he probably patterned himself a little bit after that. After him, I mean. If you're going to, you might as well, right? Not the big one. <laughs> Oops. Boink. Yeah. Is that a check of the mouth right there to make sure your mouth wasn't busted? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little selling, though. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah. me out of the head. So I always notice that sometimes you like somebody will get hit. Now, see, I'm telegraphing this big time, but it's okay because I am going to catch him. Yeah. Now, if I was taking the bump there, I wouldn't have turned around so soon. I wanted to make sure I caught him into the whirly bird, flipped him over, ba-boom. Yeah, that was a good-looking whirly bird. You know, because you're selling still, you know? Mm-hmm. So... What I was going to ask is sometimes I, I notice a guy will check their forehead if they take like a hard shot or they think they got cut. Yeah. Do you just check naturally or do you feel like a trickle sometimes? You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, just it depends on how hard they hit you. If yeah. You, if you sometimes I would try to kind of fake the people out and I'd go down in that here comes Brian, a house of fire. Literally. Yeah. And, uh, just mauling everybody. Hang on a second. I'll get back to what I was saying. Sure. Yeah. Because we're going into a lot of finish here. Slam. But I would roll over onto my stomach and cover my head up and take my other hand and wiggle it like I was cutting myself. <laughs> then, Even though you weren't? Yeah. No, yeah. Just to make them go, oh, look, here he goes. He's cutting himself. Yeah. Then, here it is. Yeah. Uh, I worked him. Yeah. And I'd come up with no blood. And then when it was time to do it, they wouldn't see me. Yeah. Yeah. I always hated that when guys would lay there blatantly doing that. Jim Mitchell keeping low key from going. Brian stops him. Yeah. Do you think you Iggy Jim or did he just know the spot? No, nah, he knew. Yeah. One, two, oh no. You know, I was thinking is Brian came in. You like you said, like that house of fire, man. But that mm-hmm. bro, he was quick as a cat, man. Yeah, yeah. And he's so daggone tall that he covers a lot of ring quick. You know. Yeah, he's a good athlete. Yeah. Uh, I'm going get out, get out. <laughs> My turn. Reversal onto the chair. Throw away the evidence. Yeah. Come on, ref. 
Uh, oops, there they are. One, two. Oh. Mitchell, one of the best managers yeah. ever. 100% one of the best. Absolutely. Especially in this time. He really came into he his would have, own. He would have been right there with Hanan and Hart. Definitely. Definitely. Hanan Hart, Cornette, you know. Yeah. He doesn't always get that recognition, but I totally think that he deserves it. Yeah. What we got here? Oh, the flip up. He doop, doop, Muda. Nope. I got <laughs> it. Oops. Into the referee. Unique referee bump there. Yeah. Yeah. Not tonight, Elix. Come on now. Oh, here we go. I always think you took a good natural out of the ring. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was it was good. It looked like you were really getting thrown out without you controlling any of the speed or Oh, and here's the finish. And here's what I mean by a little mistiming here. Neck breaker from the top. Ooh. Now he I wish he would have unhooked himself right there. Cause yeah. and the referees are having to stall for the double count. Two, three. So a pin on each one there. And I think this is the deal where maybe I wasn't the legal man and Brian was and all that. So Gotcha. Gotcha. <sighs> is it tough to get yourself out of the tree alone? Probably not for him, but no. No, he. I don't want to say that's his fault, but the timing would have been a lot better had he took it all the way down and then unhooked himself and fell in the ring so I could have covered him a lot quicker. There's another one of them there, Armstrongs. Look at him taking your belt away. That ain't yeah. cool. Son of a gun. But anyway, yeah, that was a that good was match. Um, I'd like to hear some feedback from the folks, some emails and stuff. You know, we do these watch alongs and yeah, definitely sometimes don't hear uh, what you want to see. Yeah. I mean, so first off working low key is probably pretty easy unless, I mean, is he pretty stiff or is he? Uh, yeah. I mean, he tries to be, you know yeah. what I mean? He's not right. Big dude. I don't mean that in a knock or anyway, but I mean, he lays it in. Yeah. But that's good though. Cause a little dude like him's got to really. Right. And, and, you know, in that regard, what about Elix? Was he pretty light or was he just a regular uh, worker? Was, yeah, he was another power plant guy, I believe, wasn't he? And yeah, he I, was. Yep. You know, most of them are pretty snug. That's how they taught them, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Elix, what an athlete, man. And you're talking about where he ran the cage, like one whole side of it, into a hurricanrana off the top of the cage. On the yes, side. which is an amazing spot. Chris or something on it. Yeah, know. yeah, ridiculous, amazing spot, and really set apart that X division early right. on. And yeah, I remember getting those. I bought every DVD of yeah. TNA. I bought them all, and you know those bloodiest ones that you were on. I had that. I had them all, man. And yeah. And long story short, I, I I don't know where they are. I think I have them still in my in my folks' house or something. But anyway, the main point of that is is that. I always remember watching those DVDs and, and enjoying them. So, but, I thought there was some good stuff on those back in the day, you know. 
Definitely was. Definitely was. And they had the ability to take those and, and make them into something that really came across as its own thing almost, you know? So yeah. anyway, well, I'd say we take a break here, Wolfie D, and yes. you know, go get popcorn or whatever, use the bathroom, take a break. And then what we'll do, <laughs> listen, you all stick around, listen to the advertisers because we love them and we need them. And <laughs> we will be back with a match that has some absolute legends and even a guy that we don't even know where he went. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll be right back. What do you say? Uh, yes, let's do it. After these messages. Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope ass sponsors. And we'll be right back with more live and in color with Wolfie D. <laughs> Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're gonna wanna call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. And we are back <laughs> for wrestling. Um, we're doing TNA, NWA TNA today with my new church group. And, and uh, the second match here that we're going to watch is me and Brian Lee and Shane Douglas against Raven, CM Punk, and Julio De Niro. Yeah. Now this happened July twenty third, two thousand three. Again, this is—is is this kind of early on in CM Punk being in TNA? Yes. Okay. So, so you know this kind of is the start of a lot of things for this kid and I don't know it. You know, I don't know what went wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> But you know what's cool, man, is I loved Raven. Obviously, I'm a fan of you. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Primetime Brian Lee. So, I mean, three favorites of mine here. CM Punk's in it. Julio De Niro, not sure. Robert De Niro's son, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then, and then of course, Shane. What's cool is one time, before we get started, I worked a, a show at Saw, and Shane dropped by. And Shane literally took like five minutes of his time and talked to almost everybody in the locker room just yeah. about something. And it was their match or whatever they did. Right. And he, gave, he gave me some advice. And, I mean, dude, you didn't have to do that. And he did it, yeah. you know? I mean, that's that man he's good for that he, he he likes helping out and talking and talking wrestling and yeah he's yeah yeah he's good that man yeah and he was the franchise so anyway go ahead and count us down wolfie let's watch a little more new church here let's do it in three two one go Oh my God! It's a fireball! Right off Douglas! Oh my God! That's a fireball! Right off the fireball! Right in the face of CM Punk and Julian Lurian! The members of the gallery from the back of second week in a row! 
in the cage what happened <laughs> i don't know okay did did you ever know <laughs> one of those girls <laughs> what happened there yeah <laughs> is that a manager cage instead jim's going in that oh they're even going up and down like it was like there was somebody in it oh yeah i love my eye patch oh dude me too it's not often we see pure, unmitigated hatred as a motivation. What is it about Raven that brings out your hatred? The eye patch was great. Mere <laughs> hatred doesn't begin to describe what I feel for Raven. My contempt for Raven is so intense, it makes me want to peel my skin off, twist it into a noose, and lynch him with it. Raven, tonight, the franchise and the new church are going to further your education in real loss, real despair, real pain, sweet, glorious pain. Tonight, Raven, I bring hell to you. Do you feel the pain, Raven? Do you feel the pain? Because tonight, we bring the pain to your doorstep, Raven. One word of caution tonight. Step into the parlor and the spider to the fly. Tonight, it's time to get your ass franchise. <laughs> well, there was a promo clinic for anybody that's watching and listening. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That was uh, two of the best right there. I'm just glad they didn't ask me to talk on that. <laughs> we had to try to follow that. <laughs> Well, Jamie, you know, no, never mind. That wasn't Jamie. You're, <laughs> hold on. Doug and Tommy, you no, wait, hold on. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you're that like that. Evil knows no bounds. Man, I love that song. It is kind of funny, though. You remember that, like, one of these things doesn't belong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the other. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Thank you. Dude, I remember it wasn't too, you know, many years ago that Shane was throwing the NWA title in the trash and everything. And 
here he is back in the company that uses the NWA title. It's funny. Right. God, the NWA, man, what a weird company, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't consider it the same thing. I know they bought it and all that kind of stuff, but that's not the NWA, man. Right. A lot of people consider it It died when, yeah. when WCW took over. And then there's others who felt like it died when TNA and NWA separated. So this is a good little uh, Titantron thing here. Oh yeah, very cool. And that's the that's the thing here is you guys are in kind of a corner of this company, the dark corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's it like if you can't really afford to have Raven and Jim in the same click because if you do. That's you're losing out on such an opportunity with microphone work, you know? So the girls must be scared. <laughs> they took them out of the cages for this particular match or nobody went by Christie's or something. Christie's cabaret. <laughs> it come. Nobody went by Christie's to pick the girls up. I got me some CM Punk right here. Yeah, look at him. Oh. Get the red basketball shorts on. Yeah. That is definitely his old school look. Yeah. <laughs> And De Niro was a pretty good worker, man. I don't know what happened to him, but he was a pretty. Yeah, he fell off the face of the earth or something. <sighs> was there ever any kind of a ego clash with Jim and Shane? I don't think so. Okay. That's good. I mean, Jim's a great guy, and, and Shane is a great guy. I just never knew them together, you know? Mm-hmm. Here we go with the don't want to give them Raven and Shane, so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take this job here. Yeah. <laughs> and CM Punk steps in. So we'll go. All right, here we go. Here's your pop, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, CM Punk. Whoa. Hey, Punk, in about 20 years, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be ostracized by the company you made millions from, and I'm going to be sitting on a podcast talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's taking it to me. What is up, Wolfie? Get it pulled together, man. All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Stop all that. I'm sending in the big main. Yeah. <sighs> he he's leaner now. You can tell and you can tell he play he like works like he is, you know. Was he just watching his diet and stuff and look trying to look the best he could? Is that kind of I don't really remember. Yeah, I get it. Or was it like 
Stone Cold said to Jeff Jarrett when he said, heck, they can't even pay us so we can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you boys ain't taking all them steroids on you. He's like, heck, Jeff, we're not even on food. (laughs) (laughs) And Julio with a comeback here and stop that. I gotta take all the weird bumps. Seriously. (laughs) Like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Those are hard to make look good, are they not? Even with the best, you know? The old whirly bird. Who was the easiest person you've ever heard Whirly Bird? Either uh, <laughs> Loki or uh, 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 dang it, they just showed her. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Alexis, right? Was it? Yeah, but her name now, Mickey, uh, Mickey James. Damn, Mickey James. I- okay, yeah, gotcha. So awful not being able to think of that. So I guess he liked Brian's knee more than mine there. You see, we both had a knee. <laughs> he chose Brian's knee over mine. I and see mine, how it is. Mine's got catcher shin guards on it. I was, was going to say it had much more. We probably would have won right there if he'd have done that. Yeah, yeah. High five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just trying to give you a high five. I wasn't trying to tag in. I was saying good job. Yeah. Let me guess. I'm going to do a flip and miss. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Grisham, let's do a four-way spot. Here's how it is. Yeah. Dunk. <laughs> I'm O for life on that move. Oh man, it's like the flare, man. It's like the flare <laughs> trying to jump off, you know. Actually, I think I did hit it one time, a couple times, and totally mushed them. Like there was no grace, like uh, Jeff Hardy. It was just right. boom. <laughs> Raven with the big comeback here. Knee lifts. Oh, knee lifts. And I think this is a. And now Ravens blowed up. (laughs) I always liked Raven, man. I always thought he was a great wrestler. Oh, yeah. Another pretty cool cat I spent quite a bit of time with. Another one of those guys that keeps Kate. Man, it's it's Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Moon Knight. I love it. It is. Oh, my God. It is Moon Knight just took Raven. That was literally Moon Knight. (laughs) Where did he come from? And how did he know? (laughs) That is so funny. I'm I'm alone. I'm alone. Raven is another one that keeps K Fabinus on the show, (laughs) y'all. 
Ooh, that looks stiff. Yeah, we know who takes all the bumps in this fucking match. For real, yeah. Now what are they trying to do to me? Okay, so what's funny is people said, you're too small for the business, okay, back in the day, right? We did the Road Warrior gimmick. There it is, yeah. And you did the hard one, too. You didn't do the fallback like Animal would do with Ivan Koloff and stuff. Yeah. So Taking that move, giving that move. (laughs) Yeah. Paired with that move. So you were said that you were too small back in the day, right? PG-13 is too small. And then... You obviously have been working out. <laughs> You've had yeah. some good pre-workout during this time. Yeah. And 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 you look at CM Punk here, who honestly really hasn't changed that much in size. Yeah. And he's like... Moon got color on Raven. <laughs> <laughs> he's the crimson mask now. Yeah. Ooh. My point is, is CM Punk recently been king of wrestling and you are bigger than him. So <laughs> he's in good shape right there. Yeah. Yeah. So Shane, so Brian. Everybody is. Honestly, I was looking at, you know, because Raven didn't really wrestle with his t shirt off. I mean, much, <laughs> you know. Uh-oh. He's fighting out. Oh. 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 Smush the referee. Double bulldog. Bulldog and a... Dee Taylor. Yeah. There it is. Even flow. Oh. Jim Mitchell with that distraction. (laughs) Get your ass over there, referee. Seriously, what are you doing? That was the Jackie Fargo four count. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Big match and Fargo counted. It looks like he counted four. That looked like a four count. Because the way he hit the mat. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I always hated that. Why not just make that first hit of the mat the first count, you know? But And ladies and gentlemen, your winners. Them boys in the new church. Uh-huh. Man, okay. So what are we doing right now? Are y'all going back to the to the Marriott eighteen to twenty-eight? <laughs> oh, this was nasty. I was going home. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Get off of me. So yeah. There's a pool of, of raven blood. Can't believe Moon Knight did that. I know. And so, all right, I got to ask one question because I am a weirdo about this. So I love, so my fingernails, man, and this is going to, the listeners are going to be so enthralled by this. I never, ever let my fingernails even show white, hardly. I just can't do it. But I noticed Jim's whole hand has long pointed fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. So and those are looking like his shoot fingernails, not like acrylics or something. 
Did you? Are... Yeah. Did you ever hear of him breaking a nail and like really hurting himself? Like, no, no, I can't say I have. Okay, because I mean, it just freaks me out, man. So he got, he got strong nails. That's good. Hey, that's what matters, and you know, that's even better that he could grow them and deal with that. So yeah, man. So y'all just beat the team of CM Punk, Raven, and Julio De Niro. I mean, things are looking up for the new church. I think you know, but I did notice that they took you out essentially of the title picture with this right because yeah. you're yeah. working this angle with jim and raven and shane and, and so w crew by the end of it and yeah so at that point you're not in the title but is that kind of how they wrote you out of that to where they don't have to worry I, about yes i mean yeah I mean, I, as long as we were working and in something good I, I wasn't one of those that hey why don't we do this why don't we do that you know i stayed out of that that makes total sense and there's nothing wrong with that and and uh, i get that yeah so well feel like i was being used badly it's just when they stop using me and not honoring the the amount of um appearances i was guaranteed that's when i had a problem <laughs> yeah which is fair dude i think anybody i mean if you went to your job exactly let's say you put a door on a car okay mm -hmm. and you, you put a hundred doors on a car every day okay and you go to your job and tomorrow you put 50 on Okay. Uh -huh. and, and you're like, that's weird. I usually put a hundred on, but I just put 50. It's not me. And then yeah. you put 30 on and then you put 20 on and then it's 10 and then it's nothing. Yeah. And then they're like, well, Hey, we got no doors for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so, I mean, it's natural to feel that way about any job. You're like, Hey, look, I want a little job security here. So, okay. Extremely, uh, unique metaphor. I will say that. <laughs> well, thanks. I don't, I, yeah. I mean, you can do it with anything. Let's do it. <laughs> Faucets. Let's do it with toilets. Let's do it with yeah, anyway. What I mean by that, though, is it's natural to feel like, hey, look, why are you not using me? What What did I do? What's, you know, did you think at any point of a little bit of a gimmick change possibly? No, uh, no, I don't think that was anything that I wanted to do or them. They weren't going to try to come up with something else. Okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, uh, when we did kind of the TNA episode, I was just yeah. the timing. I had a job in Nashville. Also, might have had a little heat with um, some of the office. I don't know. Um, just for being me sometimes. Not, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I don't know that. And then they were going to Florida and I had a job and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, but was there a chance that you were going to go to Florida? I don't or know. Do, yeah, yeah. And I really wasn't pushing the issue. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense because, I mean, you know, you're again, you've got a job. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. I was looking on IMDb. You know how a lot of this stuff, you know, you're on IMDb, the, uh, the movie database. And because they do all things on there that if you're on a video or DVD or anything, they have you on there. So with that being said, I noticed guys' names like Eddie Marlin and stuff. Was Eddie Marlin involved in TNA at all? Ugh. Not that I recall. Yeah, there was. It was almost like Memphis because I was looking at the names like that. You know, of course, it has Kid Cash and it has Dan Engler, Rudy Charles, that kind of guy. And I'm scrolling across, and it's got David Flair, it's got Robert Gibson, it's got Glenn Gilberti, it's got Brian and Chris and Don and Ron Harris and BG and Bob Armstrong and Scott and Jeff and 
but anyway, it gets across, and all of a sudden you see Eddie Marlin, and I'm like, what? I don't, I don't recall that. I, don't, I mean, I just don't. But yeah, I mean, it's I, nothing wrong with that, remembering that, but it was just kind of odd that I saw him on there. I was like, wonder if he had him working in the back, because that's Jeff's granddad or father-in-law yeah. or granddad. Right. Yeah. Anyway, what do you do? You, what do you think of Eddie Marley? How was he? Oh, I loved Eddie. He's a real nice guy, man. But when I got in the business, he was, you know, he didn't run a lot of shows anymore. Um, he didn't yeah. do a lot of shows anymore. He was just more of, and, and even when I got in, he wasn't so much. Remember, he used to come out as the matchmaker, quote unquote, uh, on TV a lot, and he really didn't do that anymore. By the time uh, we got there. Okay, gotcha. Well, it's just a funny thing. That that I, I mean, nice guy, funny, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, uh, yeah, interesting. I've heard a lot of interesting stories that you've told me about him <laughs> with, with many <laughs> other options. Well, okay, so, you know, it is my birthday, Wolfie D, and nothing mm -hmm. makes me happier on my birthday than putting you on the hot seat of, what is it you say you hate? Oh, them darn current affairs. <laughs> DJ, hit the music. It's a current affair. It's a current affair. Loving in color. It's a current affair. All right, we're back with current affairs on Living in Color with Wolfie D. And again, Wolfie. Current affairs. <laughs> do you fill, ever hear? Fill me in. Do you ever hear the terms current and affairs and just cringe a little? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm not used to it. It's not that bad. Yeah. If there's good stuff to talk about, I think that that's just the way I'm looking at it in the future. If there's good stuff to talk about, I'm going to do it. But sometimes I have to spread it a little thin and I don't like that. So what we'll do is we'll do something alternate to that. But also you guys in the listeners out listener land out there, let us know. You know, I was thinking about this too. I'd talked to Wolfie about it. What if we moved Ask Wolfie D anything to current affairs for some shows? So if you guys have a question or something really cool, we'll say, hey, this week we're going to do ask wolfie d anything for current affairs you know something to keep it fresh and not try to spread current affairs too thin but good news yes. this week we've got plenty of current affairs so right. the first one is more of just a comment and it's it's awesome it's good news so you know back a few episodes ago we had jake the snake roberts on and all of you all heard that hopefully you enjoyed it the numbers are amazing hopefully you know y'all stuck around and and listened to the others as well but as you could tell in that episode jake had to cut the show short because he was losing his voice jake was on oxygen jake didn't look good at that time did he yeah he, he looked great i mean right he right. was getting around all right but yeah, yeah. he had to leave early one uh, the second day because he he fell yeah. yeah. So the good news is, is Jake tweeted the other day off oxygen for good. He tweeted mm. standing tall, doing great. He's back at AEW and he is sweet life. I'm living. So that is great news, man. Jake is yeah. feeling good. And, you know, that's what we like. So, yeah. As long as he's feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So apparently he's back at AEW. A lot of people have questioned where he's been and what he's been doing. And the good news is, is it looks like Jake is back. So you'll be seeing him soon on AEW TV if you watch that show. So, all right. That's pretty much it for the first current affairs. Now, the second current affairs is, is cool, man, because basically around social media, if you follow anything to do with Stone Cold Steve Austin, 
you've seen that he's been doing these videos where he is working out in his RV and it's something to say he's doing like burpees and he's doing push-ups. Who is, and I'm, uh, who's this? Stone Cold Steve Austin okay. has been, has been working, working out. RV. Yeah. In his RV, and I, I don't know if it's he's traveling a lot or if that's just how he's doing it. But anyway, he's been shooting these videos, and it's all him. He's doing the you know the burpees, he's doing the push-ups, he's doing the yeah. Hindu squats, he's doing all that. And a lot of people are saying it's a heavy rumor is that he's going to be working again at WrestleMania 39. So <laughs> if you're going to work one show a year, work that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be uh, the ideal thing to be able to do? Yeah, I think I'll work WrestleMania this year. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get Will if you want. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, why not pick that one, right? <laughs> so but that sounds like he's. I don't know. I mean, if he's, that sounds like you know cardio shape for sure. Um, you know, probably cutting and getting leaner and stuff, and and. I know, man, when you start getting older, man, you don't need to carry around all that extra weight. Right. Lean up a bit. Keep your yeah. joints healthy. Yeah. You know, don't carry all that weight on your... And, you know, that's but, fine, man. I mean, that's fine. I'm trying to focus on now since the, the last stint was put in is to just... I don't care how big I am no more. I just need my heart healthy and, you know, be... Right. Lean right. And, lean and mean, man. Well, from guys that have always stayed in good shape, it's always about that foundation, you know, and then, you know, I've heard a wrestler say, you got to have a good foundation. If you put gas up on top of a bad foundation, you're going to look bad when you don't do gas. So (laughs) if you drop off the gas, you start looking bad again. But once you get back on the gas, you start feeling better. But if you have that good natural foundation, then boom, you're good. So anyway, I hope you see him again. Heck, I'll always watch a stone cold match you know there's nothing no nothing wrong with that so yeah so that's my second current affair now my third current affair i don't think we've really talked about this much but you know they they've got the iron claw movie coming out and the iron claw is it's about the von eric family and apparently it's going to follow from fritz to the boys and further and so obviously we've got Zac Efron playing Kevin Von Eric. We've got Lip from Shameless. I'm not 100% on his name. I could have looked that up, but I didn't get prepared for that one. If you if you watch the TV show Shameless, which I love that show, it's Lip. He is playing Carrie Von Eric, and then a gentleman that is playing David Von Eric to me is the one that looks most like the character he's playing. Yeah. I've well, seen the- some pictures. There. It looks pretty good. I'll I'll try to check it out, you know. Yeah, of course. So the reason I'm bringing this one up is MJF, you know, the guy that's taken the wrestling world by storm as as the guy who's got the best mic skills going today as far as wanting to be a heel. And basically, they're saying that he has joined the cast of the Iron Claw and the character that he is going to be playing is Lance Von Erich. Mm. So the film will focus on the Von Erich wrestling family whose legacy dates back to the 60s. This mm-hmm. will be MJF's first role in a feature film. Now, if you look at him beside Lance Von Erich, now, of course, Lance was never the actual Von Erich. His name was Kevin Vaughn mm-hmm. in real life. He was not a true Von Erich. Of course, none of them are real Von Erichs, but you know what I mean. They're all related, except Lance was not. Right. And, you know, it's so sad because he was brought brought on due to all those tragedies man i mean yeah, you know 
on that card. You know, and I remember watching, there was a time, it was a great WWF documentary about world class. And dude, I was like, that would make an incredible movie. And I remember the rumor mills was like, okay, Matthew McConaughey is going to play Kevin Von Erich. He's into this and stuff. Of course, that never ended up happening. But the cool thing is, is somebody believes in wrestling. They see that wrestling is hot right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're going to make a feature film about it. And so, I i mean, it's a great story. Dude, yeah. it, you know, if you would have said, I, I would have never said in the 90s that it would be a big movie because mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know if the Von Erichs were that broad of an appeal. But what is that broad of an appeal is tragedy and a good story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, man, some of the houses, they were over in Texas, man. And oh. then I, that will oh. translate. You know, people can, will relate to, man, they were a thing man they were awesome had they have been around now you know what i'm saying you can relate to that but the popularity but yes. i'll tell you uh, I, there's a i'm not saying names here but just something really weird we talked you know we're talking about the tragedy and some of the weird stuff that went on um there was a person um that had a relationship of sorts with carrie for a long yeah. time yeah and, um this was years after his passing and this person still had on their answering machine, you know, that's a voicemail, <laughs> the original voicemail. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The answer machine with the tape in it still had that in their house years later. And I heard it and it was a message left from Carrie to this person, obviously, you know, wasted, you know, yeah. and it was really creepy, man. It was just really yeah. creepy to, me to hear it. And, you know, him being gone, I never met him, but still it was weird. And and for this person to still have that and, and have kept that is also a bit awkward to me. But I mean, I, I get it. But so, you know, a smaller, closer, not really tragic story. I actually had a deal. I had talked about it on the Tommy Dreamer show is that I talked about how the Heyman family called my home to fix a problem with the ECW t-shirt order that I made. And Mm -hmm. I actually talked to Paul Heyman's mom. Mm -hmm. I talked to Taz or Tommy. I can't remember. I, I think it was Taz that I spoke with and because they were like the customer service, you know, whenever the t-shirt orders had an issue. And what's funny is I kept that phone number on the call because my parents, we had the early form of the caller ID that was actually in the phone or, you know, it would be like a a separate device. You had a caller ID and this is on a landline, of course. And I had that on that phone forever. I tried to keep that on there. Now, again, it's not a it's not an answer machine. It's not a dead person. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I get I don't know, bro. I almost think I would too. I don't know why. I'm just a mark, <laughs> I guess. But I get what you're saying because it is kind of creepy. So Carrie is such a tragic story because I've heard so many different stories about how, you know, like I think I heard Ricky Morton, he talked about it one time where he said that he actually worked his Walkman cord up his shoe, like his mm-hmm. boots. He laced his Walkman cord up his boot and then Rick Flair told a story about how they were working in Texas and he had his blade taped to his fingers. And apparently he scratched his arm and really got a lot of blood. Like yeah, yeah. he gigged himself right. in, the, in the locker room before the match. And they actually had to work that into the story to, <laughs> to the match to, yeah. to make it make sense. But anyway, tragic story, dude wrestled with one foot. I mean, come on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
pretty crazy, pretty talented. Yeah. This, yeah. This, but I swear it's like a curse. I mean, for that much stuff to happen to one family is like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, David passes away in Japan. They don't know if it was drugs or some say it was food. He said he, he never ate two steaks and David ate two steaks, two baked potatoes that night and his stomach popped. And another person said that it was drugs that he had issue. And other, you know, other people said a heart attack or whatever, but yeah. you know, that, that was tragic. And I think that like knocked over the first domino. And then once those dominoes started dropping, you know, I mean, it was just tragic, man. And then Fritz trying to put Mike in the ring and Mike didn't really belong in there. And, you know, it's just sad, man. It's just sad. But I think it will make a great movie. And I hope that it somehow helps maybe heal a little bit of the Von Herrick family in their time today. I know Kevin is the lone soldier. Of course, he's got his kids and Carrie's kids and you know, all this cool stuff. But anyway, I hope it definitely heals and helps heal that. So, that should be good. Yeah, man, I think so too. And and MJF playing Lance. If you look at the pictures, I think it'll make sense. But mm-hmm. anyway, but long story short, that's all I got today for current affairs. And I hope everybody enjoyed those and enjoyed the episode today. You yeah. know, been and, fun. As yeah, usual. Man. And uh, I guess we'll do it again next time, right? Let's do, yeah, let's do another show later. <laughs> let's, let's think about doing another one. All right, let's do it. Just uh, ask the listeners, do they want one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week on Live and in Color with Wolfie D. And now a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this team does it all. And all they ask is, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling! Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. That's right, it's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah. So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way 
way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate, first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more, is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon, and our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cap for you, don't. He got a cap for you, don't. I got a cap for you, don't. And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still loving it, color. Don't rush your mother. Utilize a hubcap, unlike any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Tired of suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping wrestling's first white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Played low for a while when you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Mad skills, no faking, there is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over one for later. Not here to play games, so you better beware. You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. All the time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You suck a step to the side unless you want to get dropped. When my finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up. Then I'm driving it home, it's Ruby D, baby. Huh, I got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.